All right, Three Count Thursday is somehow, someway doing our WrestleMania predictions. Matt and Ryan from Three Count are here, and we are joined by regular contributors Brittany and Samira. Thank you both for being with us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us on. All right, so first thing I wanted to discuss, um, I know it's it's been announced for a while, but Brittany, Samira, I wanted to get your inputs. I know how Ryan feels. How do you feel about Gronk being the official host of WrestleMania? Uh, um, well, I, I'm okay, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're trying to bring in a, a public figure that has been – Slightly seen by the WWE audience, you know, and wrestling fans, and also might entertain football fans and stuff, and also just their whole kind of pull with the XFL and with Fox and all that kind of stuff. I feel like it's just, you know, their kind of thing of like, ah, well, you know, he's he's part of that circle. We'll just throw him in there. Like, yeah, just, yeah, he, he's entertaining, just, you know dance monkey entertain like make people laugh like i feel like he's kind of like one of those weird like you know forget about all this just watch him be crazy you know you never know what you're gonna do that kind of thing so i i don't know i mean i i'll watch but i'm also just kind of like eh there you could have had better hosts yeah i agree with you Brittany, on that and i wasn't like a big patriots fan either i'm like a evil type of person uh, I don't know, because I think they're just like kind of bringing him in because I think he wants to wrestle and do all this. So I think that's why they're like, okay, let him do it and see what people, how people feel about it. And I don't know, just not a big fan, but we'll see how it goes. Ryan, I know you'll be upset if Gronk and Nicholas don't end the night as tag team champs this time around. Yeah, Matt, I mean, I get it. I get why they're doing it. I think the guy is, is a character in and of himself. Um, so it's not too far of a stretch for him to play this crazy kind of party role. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not a Patriots guy whatsoever. Screw Rob Gronkowski. Um, I, I guess it's better than yeah. having, like, yeah, screw him. I, I guess it's better <laughs> than New Day hosting, like we saw a couple years ago, or Alexa Bliss. I'd rather see them on the card contributing in a wrestling uh, fashion and have somebody an outsider hosted. So to that point, I'm okay with it. So uh, before we like break down the matches, do we, I know Vince is going to be on a call uh, with the other pro sport commissioners here at noon with Donald Trump. Do, Do you think we see a message from Vince before the show starts today? Oh yeah. I I mean, if he doesn't, he should. It's one of those things of the time that we're in right now, I think everybody, just like when Triple H addressed when they did their very first episode without an audience at the Performance Center of Raw, you know, when he was on commentary, when he did the first addressing of that, I think it's just as the figurehead, as the owner, as the person that is the leader of of everything, I think you need to. I think it's professional, and I think it also just kind of humanizes you um, to this whole situation. So if he doesn't do it, he's silly. But, again, you know, it is Vince, and he doesn't do everything that he should possibly do, so maybe not, but I think he should. Yeah, I agree as well. I really feel like they should 
have some, you know, he needs to come out and say something about what's going on and, you know, tell the fans, like, you know, because people need to know what he's thinking and what, you know, what they're going to do from here on out specifically. And, you know, because this is important. This is, you know, the whole world is going through it, and we need to know what's going to happen with them. Yeah, I think I think uh, Donald will take some of the credit somehow, and, and he'll be like, I gave Vince just a great message. It was huge. It was great. It was the greatest message ever. And um, and Vince, <laughs> Trump will try to get in before Vince does something, and that'll be like part of Trump's presser. Um, and then he'll put over WrestleMania today in his, like, Oval Office briefing or whatever without wearing his mask. But he's definitely going to, like, be like, WrestleMania, my friends are on tonight. It's going to be a great show. Just check it out. Yeah, I, I have I been be watching old WrestleManias. I've been watching old WrestleManias, and he's been on, and he sounds exactly like that every time they interviewed him on these old WrestleManias, like WrestleMania 8 and 9. He was like, oh, it's fantastic. It's great. This is a great time. We've got friends here. It's great. The greatest <laughs> WrestleMania. Great athletes. I mean, I definitely think that this is a, a moment that we need Vince. Um, you know, it's, it's bigger than having Triple H come out and do it again or Shane or Stephanie. Like, the, the wrestling world, I think, would it would mean a lot if we actually had the man himself come out and deliver that message. Um, just like you all said, just to kind of tell the world what the wrestling industry is thinking of all of this and, and to get that, those words from Vincent Kennedy, as opposed to like one of the figureheads, I think would mean a lot more at this point as we go into, you know, cause who knows what we're going to get wrestling wise after this with everything that's going on. All right. So with that being said, um, I guess we can just kind of launch right into the, match predictions um jim has joined us jim thanks for joining we're, we are just getting ready to start our predictions but before uh we had discussed a feelings on gronk and then b if we think vince himself comes out tonight and says something as opposed to sending a figurehead of the company to address the crowd um my feelings on gronk like it's weird because uh like everything like the first time he came out with like the goofy dancing and stuff like that to me was like 100% what I expected when I thought Gronk in the WWE. Um, so like I'm all for it. I'm curious to see like exactly how, uh, how they use him, like given all the circumstances and, uh, in terms of Vince, yeah, I, I think that, um, Vince is probably going to be the first person that you see if, if I'm doing this. Cause like, whether it's just addressing the fact that they're still doing things or whatever, or just, you know, I think, I think this is a like productivity. I think of like the episode of SmackDown after nine 11, when it was Vince addressing the situation, I feel like this is kind of one of those opportunities as well. Yep, 100%. That's what we said. It's kind of a, a moment for Vince to be the guy. So, um, all right, um, with there being the five of us on, I guess we can just set an order. Um, I, I'll read off the match, give my prediction, then we can go Ryan, um, 
Brittany, Samira, and then Jim as the actual host. I'll let you kind of speak last on the matches. So um, I'm just running down the, the Wikipedia card. First one they have is Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, to me, this feels like a moment where they have to keep the belt on Rhea Ripley. Uh, I know Charlotte, being who she is, being the daughter of who she is, it's the spotlight should be on Charlotte. But I think she wanted to be in this match just so she could elevate that NXT title more. And I think it would do more being on someone else than being on Charlotte Flair at this point. Yeah, Matt, I, I agree with you to the point that Charlotte being in the match brings enough attention to the NXT championship that it would hinder uh, the brand too much if you take it off of Rhea Ripley. So uh, I, too, am going to say Rhea Ripley. And before I pass it to uh, to Brittany, I just want to say, Big Jim, it's great to hear from you. It's, uh, it's good to hear you guys, too. Yeah, I miss you guys. I'm so excited to be on. I miss hearing your guys' voices. I wish I was seeing your faces, but, you know, it's fine. I'm glad I get your voices. Um, I, I would say... With Rhea, I mean, we already know how I feel about Rhea. I love her. She's the ultimate daddy to me. She is just fantastic. And I I do think that, obviously, they're going to keep the belt on Rhea because giving it to Charlotte would just, one, that means Charlotte would then have to be on NXT constantly um, if they're filming NXT at any point in time. And, two, I, I think it does take away from the brand itself it, it puts the spotlight again on wherever Charlotte is, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. And so to have it back on NXT, I think it's going to be a great match. Uh, I I have no doubt that they're going to fight hard. I think they're going to hit hard. I think it's going to be some really exciting maneuvers going on. And that's, that's all I say about that. I'm th- This is one of the matches I'm most excited about, even though it's like the top match we're talking about. Like this is one of the matches that I'm most excited about is Rhea and Charlotte. Yeah, I agree with all of you saying that Rhea is going to win this match because I just can't see Charlotte winning and, like you guys said, her going back to NXT. Like, it would uh, be a smarter idea that, like, you're pushing up the other girls from NXT and having them come up because that's what would be uh, better. And then maybe once Rhea actually comes up to the main roster, they'll have another feud again about how she won uh, over Charlotte at Mania. Yeah, it's funny. Like I was uh, when I was filling out our, our prediction card for for three count, which um, I'll I'll be posting. Well, actually, I have it scheduled to post this afternoon. I actually started writing out Charlotte for this, um, just because you know I feel like throughout this card we're going to get some things that are surprising or whatever. But it, but in the same time, I, I thought this is a huge opportunity given everything that's going on and the fact that, you know, as of now, I don't know what their taping schedule is going to be like or what have you, but you have an opportunity to to get people really, um, really captivated by the third brand. So it's got to stay Rhea Ripley. It really has to stay Rhea Ripley. Yeah, a hundred percent. So across the board, Rhea Ripley now, admittedly, um, in retrospect, I should have started at the bottom of the list and then worked our way up. Um, 
This is why I'm not the host and just the co-host, but I am um, <laughs> willing to admit my errors, So, and I can do a 180 here, and we'll just drop down to the bottom and work our way up here. So I do apologize. This was one of the matches I was most looking forward to as well, so to get it out of the way early is kind of counterproductive, but it also puts a lot of emphasis on that match too, so we'll go with that instead. But next match then on the list, we have Otis versus Dolph Ziggler with Mandy Rose. Um, I am a big fan of Dolph Ziggler. I have been since his Spirit Squad days, and to be honest, I just could not care less about this match. Um, So I'm going to say Otis gets the win. I want to say the feel-good moment of WrestleMania is this one before we get into what's going to wrench our hearts out as we get towards the later cards, but this will be that that moment that we all see like the, the face overcome and Otis wins Otis being my spirit animal I would love to put all my support behind him but for like what we just saw on Smackdown I don't think this story has been told yet so I think Dolph Ziggy wins today uh, or tomorrow I don't know when this match is on I don't know they didn't tell me yet but uh, on day one of Wrestlemania I'm feeling Ziggy's gonna win this one Yeah, I mean, is there a stipulation to this match? Is it like a Mandy on a pole match or something? Or <laughs> why would it feels it feels like there should be? Yeah, I mean that would be fantastic. I I think Arcane. that <laughs> we're just gonna make our own matches: Mandy on a pole match, Dolph Ziggler <laughs> and Otis. Um, I love Ziggler. I do. I he he's a fantastic talent. He's in, reinvented himself over and over again, another person that is stuck in the business for so long and still somehow gets into storylines and stuff and isn't fading into the background. And I think that he's going to win this one. I'm going with Ryan on this one. I think he's going to win because I think this story, I think they're going to milk this story more. I think they can. I think the fact that Mandy's going along with it, Otis is really like people are pulling for Otis. I think they need to have Otis knocked down a few more times before he gets that win and gets that huge pop, I think he needs to be crushed during WrestleMania and then finally a payoff somewhere down the line. I don't know. I was thinking that Otis was actually going to win this. I mean, he's been through so much and the heartbreak and all of this, and after what happened last night, I feel like Otis will pick up the win and he'll get his happy moment, I would say. I I don't know. I think I'm just going to stick with Otis on this one. As much as I do like Ziggler, he's a good performer, but I think Otis will take it here. Yeah, I feel like this is uh, – I see where Ryan's coming from, uh, especially given uh, what happened on, on SmackDown last night. But I, I think that the uh, masked uh, GTV guy, uh, the truth will set you free – I think that's that's where you can spin out of this. I think Otis wins here. Um, I think uh, Mandy ends up leaving with Otis. Um, you know, I think you know the the information that we gathered last night, and and I think there's more to, to this overall story. But I think uh, Otis gets the uh, the good win here. Now, before we jump into the next one, uh, Ryan, you did bring up a good point because I don't know. That like, are we going to get any kind of idea of what matches are happening on which night? Is it going to be a straight eight and eight split? 
Um, you know, do we have any idea at this point? Has anyone heard anything aside from, like, any possible spoilers? But do we know when they're airing certain things? Um, I know on Raw last week, Kevin Owens explicitly said that his match with Seth Rollins is tonight, Saturday night. Um, I, I, without, like, without spoiling anything, the only thing I've seen is that the, like, hypothesis is that, like, the men's world title matches will be on separate nights. Um, the two, like, off-site filmed matches, meaning, like, the, uh, Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match will be on separate nights. Um, so I, I would anticipate maybe, like, you know, the, the tag matches, the tag title matches will be on separate nights. The women's title matches will be on separate nights, maybe. I, like, I, I haven't, I really have, have not seen anything. And I guess I saw last night there was a report that, like, if you leaked any information, you you would, like, possibly be fired by WWE, which I think is probably the, the right way for them to handle it because they want to keep this thing locked up. Um, but, uh Besides, besides Rollins and Owens being tonight, I don't, I don't, and have not seen or heard anything specifically of what else is when. Okay, that's fair, um, and I, I'm fine either way. I mean, I, I could see them doing a straight eight and eight split. I could see them being heavier on Sunday since that's technically the WrestleMania day, and we maybe get like six matches to do, tonight and then 10 tomorrow for a longer appeal. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out um, going into tonight. And the hey, other real quick. Uh, okay, go ahead, yeah. Ryan. I just threw something up on, uh, on Facebook. People were asking, what time does it actually start? Is it 7 o'clock? Yeah, 7 both nights. Um, and and from, from another thing that uh, I, I saw is, is that and again, when you when you pre-tape, you can kind of you know m- make sure that this kind of goes that that route. Because both nights are expected to be around <clears throat> around three hours. So whether that means a split in terms of number of matches each night or just total runtime, that I don't know. But I think they're from what I understand, they're trying to keep both nights around the same runtime. That's solid. Okay, perfect. So uh, next match then, moving up the card here, we have the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane versus Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. Um, I, my fandom of Nikki Cross has not wavered at all, um, all all along these lines, even though I think that this storyline itself is leaves a lot to be desired. Um, I just... I am a, such a huge fan of the character of Nikki Cross that I'll, I'll take whatever they're willing to give me. Uh, that being said, I don't think taking the belts off of the Kabuki Warriors is the right move, so I'm going to have them hold on to them after this one. Oh, Matt, with the late swerve, uh, yeah. build up Cross and then take it away from her. <laughs> yeah, um, love, I love the Asuka Kyrie Sane thing. I didn't think Sane was even at the taping. Um, so uh, she was one of the ones I thought was reported to have been, uh, absent, I believe for like self quarantining. So 
I'm not sure if this match is really going to happen. Um, I think they're going to leave it up there until the moment it doesn't happen. But if it does happen, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many rumors going around, and I, I think it's funny because I think some people are, like, you know, reading the sheets and just just figuring it out. Some people are making stuff up. I wouldn't put it past WWE to to make up false things and, like, leak it out there so people have no clue who's wrestling and they're, they're surprised. Um, that's what I would do. And I, I love Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross so, so much. I've loved them as a tag team since the beginning. And I wasn't a huge fan of the Kabuki Warriors when Paige first brought them out. But now they are so good. They're so entertaining. They, you know, they're just letting them go and give that little inkling of, of Japanese style, and, and it makes me happy. So I think that they're going to hold on to the titles. I think the Kabuki Warriors are very entertaining, and I think, unfortunately, I think the tag team of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are eventually going to fizzle out. I think that's going to be done soon. I don't know. That's I just me. A, I wasn't a big fan, actually, of both of them when they were both starting out. And um, But as time uh, went along and they all developed their team together, I've actually really enjoyed both of them. But I don't see now the Kabuki Warriors taking their titles off. I feel like that will go to somebody else. But um, I feel like maybe Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross will have another chance later down the road. Uh, I got the Kabuki Warriors here. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with Ryan. Like, I know there's been a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of speculation about people that were at the tapings and, and decided not to wrestle or this and that. Um, but you know, I'm I'm not going to believe any of that kind of stuff until I see it. I think that uh, because they were on a closed set, you can you can get a lot of liberties with um, you know. Because, you know, if you, if you listen and totally believe, like Bruce Pritchard, they'd say, you know, oh, well, we'd tell this guy this thing, and it was totally false just to get him to report it. So uh, I'm curious to see what truth, you know, really came out of these things. Uh, but I have the Kabuki Warriors winning. I think that Oscar uh, has been one of the most compelling uh, characters um, throughout these empty arena situations. So I think keeping her in prominence is, is going to be part of the reason that they uh, retain All right, fair. Um, so next match kind of has someone else that ha- there have been rumors about maybe he won't be there, that being Daniel Bryan, uh, who with Drew Gulak will be taking on Sami Zayn for that Intercontinental Championship, Sami Zayn accompanied by Cesaro and Shinsuke. So I honestly have no clue what they are going to do with this match, what it's going to turn into. Does it just the title go away? We get a tag team. Do we get a handicap if Daniel's not there? Um, and I think with everything going on, I'm going to see a swerve coming here. And I think at the end of the night, Drew Gulak is the one that walks away with the IC title. Wow. Love that. I, um, I forgot about Daniel Bryan potentially not being there when I, when I made my prediction. Um, but I, I too, I wrote, I wrote Daniel Bryan. So I'm probably wrong now that we talked this out. But I'm sticking with my gut. Steve Rye. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about the fact that like some of these people might not be here. Whatever. I don't care. I'm going with Daniel Bryan too. That's that's exactly who I chose as well. I'm sticking to it. Even if he's not there, guess what? He's somehow going to win. I don't care. If, even if he's not there, he's just going to win. <laughs> I didn't actually hear about Daniel Bryan not being there. I've been trying to, like, um, not listen to as much of what's going on because I really want to be surprised for whatever's to come this weekend. And um, But my, I had said that Sami Zayn was actually going to win. Yeah, I, I have Sami Zayn uh, retaining. I, I think that, um, I mean, the, the only thing I've seen in relation to Daniel Bryan was an article, like, a couple weeks ago that um, – basically said, and it is really no surprise that he's somewhat kind of transitioning out of being a full-time wrestler. Um, and you think of between age and injury history and stuff like that, um, obviously is, is, you know, the, the pieces have been kind of put together there. Um, so I, I think that combined with, you know, now that we've kind of seen this new intercontinental title belt, uh, kind of hot potato a little bit. I, I think you kind of want to keep it. And Sami Zayn has been pretty darn compelling uh, with it as well. So, so I like uh, I like it to stay. Yeah, hopefully Daniel is able to show up. Um, you know, loved seeing him in the ring. I, I just know with the infant and now pregnant wife as well, he's probably just playing it as safe as he possibly can. Um, so fingers crossed that he can show up, but if not, it's it's completely understandable. Um, so next match we're getting to uh, the last man standing match, one of the first gimmick matches we're going to discuss here. Um, I mean, I guess I, all I can say is it's better than having the I quit match, but Edge versus Randy Orton, um, you know, two guys that we've seen in this business for a long time. I think this one has potential to be match of the night if they do it the right way. Uh, and I don't see Edge coming back just to, you know, lose his first major feud at this point. So I think Edge is taking Randy Orton. I absolutely see Edge coming back to lose his first major match. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of good feel-good moments from this WrestleMania this is not going to be one of them. I think it's going to really pull at, like, the heartstrings and really get people emotionally invested. Um, this is going to be one of those ones where, like, if we're talking three-hour nights right at the hour 30 mark to get people reinvested for the rest of the show. Um, so I have Randy Orton uh, picking up the victory over Edge. He's going to just leave him battered, bloodied, a mess. Uh, Randy Orton is going to, to win at WrestleMania. Take it away, Blackout Betty. <laughs> I definitely think that Randy Orton is going to win. I lo- oh my goodness, there's well, it's going to be so good, and I love that you um, have timed it that this match will happen around the hour thirty. I like that. That should be a new added thing on top of these predictions. Is like, where do you think this match is going to happen when they don't tell you? Um, I. I, yeah, I think this is going to be one of those moments where you, you're gutted. I think this is going to be one of those gutted moments. I think Edge is coming back for a little bit, but I don't think he's going to make this a full-time thing again. I just, I just don't think he can, and not because physically he can't. I mean, physically he looks great, but I just think that he 
mentally just can't do it. I just don't think he can be on the road all the time. I mean, no one's on the road right now, so I guess he could do it. Hypothetically, he could do it right now perfectly. But, I mean, uh, I think, yeah, we're going to be gutted. I'm with, I'm with Ryan on this one. We're going to be devastated at this match. This is the uh, match I'm most excited for out of all the other matches, obviously, because Randy Orton, I'm a big fan of him, as everybody knows. Um, even though I am a big fan of Randy Orton, I'm going to have to say Edge is going to win on this one after what Randy's put him through ever since he's come back. I, I just can't see Randy winning, but at the same time, as you guys were talking about how Randy might pick up the win, and you know, it, it would be weird because he's been like, you know, taken down everybody these past couple of weeks and everything, or not even weeks, months or whatever, and, you know, it would be weird to see him, like, then lose all of that. But I think I'm just going to stick with Edge on this one, because everybody loves Edge, and I could see him walking away from this as the winner. Yeah, I hope it's Edge. Um, you know, I, I think Ryan has some, some valid points, and, and it's also a very interesting thing to, to kind of wonder about is just how the card's going to be um, shaped out to run because, yeah, you, you're, you're dealing with obviously a, a situation that you've never had to really address before is, um, you know, how do you keep people in, in, you know, really invested? Not that you necessarily have to, I guess, because, you, you know, people have the, the free will, but like, you know what's the best way? What's the best way to to shape out the card to uh, to to keep people engaged um, while they're sitting at home watching this? And and I think that's a great point too, Ryan. As you get about that halfway point, um, you know this is something that emotionally grabs people. Um, th- that said, I, I think I think Edge is going to take it here. I, I think in in a situation like we're dealing with I, I, you have to find moments I think in the card to do the quote unquote right thing, the feel good thing. And I think that is edge um, winning his first match back. Yeah, hundred percent that, that wrestle moment, WrestleMania moment has to kind of be there. I think this is one of the opportunities for that. Um, so, but I, I hear you, Ryan and Brittany, solid arguments. I, I'm not 100% sold that Edge is the victor here. Um, next match, there's maybe two matches through this whole card where I'm not putting any rhyme or reason or logic behind the pick. Just this is what I want to see. And for the love of God, I want to see Elias win a match at WrestleMania. So Elias over King Corbin. No reason why it wouldn't make any sense to do it, but just give it to me, please. I need to see Elias win. That's fair. Um, I, I don't. I couldn't even tell you why this match is happening. I've just not been paying attention enough to to know the, the backstory here. But uh, I'll just go with Corbin, who has had an awful record in 2020, and I think he'll get a little bit of, of vindication tonight. So uh, just because he has a shit record going into it, I'm going to say King Corbin. I I would say if King Corbin wins, then it's going to be because of other people helping him out. But I, I do want to see Elias win. Um, and it's just he's just so entertaining, Elias is. And the fact that he's had such a shit record but still has stayed on people's minds and stuff just shows how well his character has gotten over. 
and how well it's stuck. They haven't switched him in, in a while, and I, I think that he's going to actually finally finally get his moment against King Corbin. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm this, I mean, this match will be uh, it'll be good, but I, I'm also just not. This isn't one of the ones I'm like super stoked for. Yeah, I agree with you, Brittany, on everything you said. I believe that um, Elias is going to win. It's not one of the uh, matches I'm really looking forward to, but hopefully it'll be good. And you know, because both of them are really good wrestlers, and but I don't know, not one of my favorite matches that I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, it, I, I, I'm predicting King Corbin. I would love for Elias uh, to, to win. Um, but uh, the one thing I enjoyed during the build-up to this was, and I, they, they did it um, a couple weeks ago on SmackDown, and uh, they also utilized this uh, for sure with uh, the, the close of SmackDown last night, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, I'm sure, um, is when you are pre-taping shows and you're, you're, you're able to kind of utilize some camera tricks, um, which they did um, with uh, Elias falling off the, uh, you know, the raised platform uh, a couple weeks ago. I really enjoyed that, but I, I got King Corbin, you know, I think it's, it's the classic uh, guy you love to hate scenario. Uh, so I'll roll with that. Yeah, totally fair. Um, so next match, I'm really, hoping they turn into a gimmick match of loser leaves town and that Bobby Lashley loses because the next match I see with Bobby Lashley will be too soon. But um, Alistair Black, been a fan of his since since the indie scene. I would like to see him get his moment too. So this is the other match where just no rhyme or reason, Alistair Black over Bobby Lashley. Please, Lana, um, hopefully gets a better storyline after this. Please, for God's sake, please, anything, anything other than Bobby Lashley. Uh, like you said, Matt, I've been watching him, you know, as Tommy End on the Indies, so it's really cool to see his his rise to fame in the WWE. Um, and I don't even know if, if his story's been even begun being written yet in the ranks of, of, the, of, the, of the WWE. So uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense for Lashley to go over here, so I'm going to go with Aleister Black. Yeah, Alistair, uh, all the way. I just, man, this storyline, oof. Just, uh, yeah, please, can we, like, I don't know, start a petition for Lana to get a better storyline? Like, can we, can we start that? Like, Lord, this is this has been a rough one, and they've been milking it for way too long. When did this start? This, I mean, like, months ago, right? Yeah, it's just been brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's way brutal. So yeah, no, I, Alistair, just yeah, whatever, Lashley. Yeah, I say Alistair as well. I'm tired of Bobby Lashley and Lana. That whole storyline that's been going on. I'm I'm sick of it. It's time for Alistair to get a better push out of all of this. So hopefully that's what happens here. Uh, bell rings, fade to black. Alistair Black. Anything beyond that, uh, this match is bullcrap. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the old uh, 18-second match for Daniel Bryan. Let's make this like a four-second. I want this match to be shorter than Santino Morella's Royal Rumble appearance that one year. <laughs> In fact, I want, I want him to start like the motion of fade to black to the point where he hits it when the first bell dings and Bobby Lashley's on the ground by the third bell ding, and it's literally that fast. That's what I want. I coast yes. that. Ideal. Ideal finish there. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Um, so, next match, uh, we have Street Profits taking on the team of Austin Theory and Angel Garza, because, hey, why not? Um, and not to take anything away from either of those two, because I love them as individual performances. I just don't see how this tag team works in the long term, whereas the Street Profits have the momentum. They have the fans behind them. I think they're a lot of fun. So I'm taking the Street Profits to retain here. I'm not sure if you guys recognize this, um, but we, we actually saw one of Austin Theory's very first matches live ever. Um, at that hybrid show we went to in Philly. And and they were just some of A.R. Fox's, like, students. It was one of his very – they threw him in, like, a tag match or something. They got they got eliminated. It was the one kid with the BMX bike, and it was Austin Theory. Um, so it's awesome to see his rise through, um, through the Indies, you know, through Gabe, uh, up to NXT, uh, but there's no way a thrown-together team like Austin Theory and Angel Garza are going to knock off the Street Profits. Absolutely no chance in hell. Street Profits with the W. I love the Street Profits, and Tim is not here. I missed him so much, so I have to give it up for the Street Profits so much. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. Street Profits for the win. I know me and Tim would feel the same. We want the smoke. Yeah, I say the Street Profits as well. They just, like, threw Austin Theory and Angel Garza together. And I like them both, like, individually as performers, but just, like, not as a tag team. It's just, like, you know, they just just whoever together. So definitely the Street Profits are going to stay the champs here. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. This is one of those matches that um, could be one of the tops of the weekend and, and potentially, and, and really I think like our top 10 matches or top five matches of the year list um, are going to be really interesting given that, you know, three months into the year we're, we're thrown into like pure chaos. Um, you know, based on what we saw on raw Monday night, like, I don't know if you guys caught the match or not. Um, it was it was like it was spectacular um, on on Raw. I think there's potential you let this thing breathe, but there is no way. I'm not going to put that percentage number on it, but there's no way that uh, that the Street Profits are dropping the titles here. They, they they're going to keep them. I mean, Theory and Garza are, are going to um, you know expose themselves to to a, a potentially huge audience. Um, and, and it's great for the future, but yeah, it's, it's without a doubt, street profits. That's, that's true. And, and I, I hate to break this, but I was talking to Tim and when, once we announced that Brittany was going to be in the call, Tim said he didn't want to be on it anymore. So Brittany, I know you said you, you love, he's, he's actually picking Garza 
in theory in this match, and he said he's not a huge fan of yours anymore. It's a shame, but that's what he said to me. Rude. You know what? You, you can tell but, Tim that the next WrestleMania, WrestleMania 37, it's me versus Tim. That's I can't believe it. I'm 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 heartbroken for the both of you. <laughs> but we got we all got yeah. uh, biggest heel turn I think we've seen in 2020. <laughs> Such a huge heel turn. I can't. I'm I'm heart. My heart is broken. All right. To uh, to keep in the tag team. Uh, tag team realm here we have a, a triple threat ladder match so um a lot of carnage i'm assuming in this one um put with the predictions i'm gonna put the over under of six ladders broken uh so so throw that in there with your prediction so we have Miz and john morrison as champs defending against the new day with uh the usos in tow so um i have loved this tag title reign of Miz and Morrison. Uh, I know Big Jim and I have been Team Miz since we started this podcast with Ryan oh, slowly great. coming around. Um, so I, I can't see I can't see myself picking against them at this point. So I'm going to have the champs retain, and I am taking the over of six ladders being broken. Yeah, another where I think. A lot of rumors are saying Miz wasn't going to be involved here, so, so we're going to have to see there. Uh, I'm going to go under. I'm going to say six ladders are actually broken, and I think we're going to see the Juicy Usies going hard in the paint. Matt's favorite variety of the Usies coming back <laughs> to win the championship. It's the Juicy Usies so. all the way. Wow. Juicy. Mm, okay. Well, uh, I mean, I – Man, six ladders? You really think only six? Really? Uh, I'm going to go with seven. I'm going to go with lucky number seven, how many ladders are broken. And I, I, I don't know. I, I love Miz and Morrison. They've been so good. Uh, I don't know. If the Miz is there, I'd say Miz and Morrison are going to keep it. I think they're way too entertaining. I think it's, I think it's perfect for them. So Miz and Morrison. For the win. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. I'm going to say six letters as well with you guys. I think it will be six. Uh, I love Miz and Morrison. It brings back my childhood when I, when I would watch wrestling back in the day and they were together. So, But I don't know. I don't think they'll win here. I think they're going to end up giving it to the Usos. Because I, I can't see New Day winning it. They've had it like so many times. So, but I could see the Usos having it. Um, I think with all the uncertainty, uh, I think the WWE is going to go through, um, their, their ladder, ladder quotient, like for the year. Cause I know, uh, I saw that the, you know, they're potentially moving the money in the bank, uh, event. Cause I think that's what's scheduled for May in Baltimore, early May. So, um, I, you know, I think it's probably fairly safe to say that, that event probably not happening as scheduled. I would assume that, uh, you know, AEW's double or nothing probably not happening in Vegas in May. Um, so I think the WWE is going to burn through some ladders here. I think they're going to dig up like um, El Torito's uh, ladder from the from the match a couple of years ago. I think they're going to find Stardust's ladder. I think they're going to go through 
22 ladders um, in this matchup um, just to uh, just to keep the the, the good times flowing. Um, and I, it's got to be Miz and Morrison. Uh, I think I've ab- I've absolutely loved it. And yeah, Ryan, you know, I, I, that was one of the speculative things uh, as as well. Um, so if this match goes on as planned, I have Miz and Morrison. Um, but it's, it's it also like because you know I I I don't want to you know speak too much of like a, a few of the hypothesized changes that were out there. Um, but like Miz was on SmackDown last night, and I think those were taped around the same time as the Mania tapings. I'm not exactly sure what their schedule was, but um, you know, so he was on SmackDown last night. So I I, I would. I'm just assuming that he's still going to be part of WrestleMania, so I'm going to go Miz and Morrison uh, to retain. Now, if a ladder breaks and there's no crowd to chant, holy shit, does it really break? Uh, No, no, no. It does not actually break. That is a great point. Uh, I love the nod, Jim. 22 ladders. Let's, Let's make it so. So, Next match, this one was the toughest for me just because when I'm listing my top five WWE superstars currently, this is 1A and 1B. So I'm going to love the shit out of this match. I don't care who wins. I want it to be Owens just because I think Rollins' WrestleMania moments have already happened. We've seen so many for him, and Kevin hasn't really had that same glory. So I think he could use this a lot more. So I'm going to pick Owens just for that reason. I think I think Kevin Owens makes really cool WrestleMania T-shirts and then loses at WrestleManias, and I'm cool with that because the shirts are awesome. So I'm going to go with Seth Rollins here at uh, at the Showcase of the Immortals. <laughs> oh man, he does make really cool T-shirts, and then he's got so many of them. I feel bad for people who, like, buy his shirt and they're like, yeah, this is great. And then he comes out with a new one immediately the week after, and they're like, crap, this is old now. <laughs> like, Brittany, I mean, I'm, literally, I'm literally sitting right here. I'm literally right here. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. Sorry about that, Jim. I forgot. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, I, I don't know. I really want Kevin Owens to win because I like Kevin Owens so much. I just, I mean, this one, it's kind of one of the things of like, do you, do you have Seth lose to Kevin and, and make Seth look, or do you have Seth beat Kevin down? I I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to choose. I, I could no, I'm not choosing. Nope. Oh, this on. is a hard one. This <laughs> was a hard one to choose. I agree with you. This one's actually hard to pick who's actually going to win this match. Uh, um, I think I'm going to go with Kevin on this one. Maybe he'll pick up the win here. I don't know. Seth's been on fire. I like this whole Messiah gimmick. It's funny. I really like it. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Kevin's going to pick up this one. Um, I'm just going to uh, – just the – the same landline is actually the battery is dying, so I gotta uh, hang up and switch to the other phone. So I'll have to call back. By the way. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'll be back Bye. in a second. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel the pain with the Kevin Owens shirts. Like, I bought when he, like, first came back, and it was, like, the black and yellow KO shirt, like, KO show shirt. I bought it. And then, like, the next week on Raw, he had, like, a gray one. And I'm like, bro, I haven't even gotten it yet from shipping, and there's already a new one. Uh, it was that way with, like, the old Bray Wyatt shirt, too. It's like, he'd unveil a new one, and then, like, I would buy it, and then... He would, he would never wear that one again. And I'm going, okay, man, like, okay, I get it. Um, as for this one, this, this feud has given, and, and let's, I don't know if you guys touched on it before I got on the call, but promos in an empty building are infinitely times greater than promos with, like, a crowd chanting what and, like, just booing because they can and all of that. And, yes. like, it's... It, especially with guys like Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins in particular, there's others, but some of this, these promos have been so compelling. And, and that, cause like, again, I was never not watching WrestleMania. If it was happening, I was going to watch it, but like, it's a bummer. It, it is. It just is. But the, like the, the promo work by some of these guys has hooked me into the stories enough that like, I, I'm I'm so excited. All of that rambling um, said, uh, I, I got to go Kevin Owens here. Um, I, I, I it could go either way, but I'm 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 picking I'm picking my guy. Totally fair. I, I mean, this I don't think either way I'll be disappointed with this. Like I really want. Owens to get that win, but it's not like I'm ever upset when Rollins gets the win, so um, is what it is. So uh, we got another novelty match here. Uh, we've got the returning Undertaker taking on AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Um, I I was so hesitant with the Undertaker coming back. I've really enjoyed what's all been going on with this. Um, you know, even with Undertaker doing his best bully ray cosplay i think it's it's been awesome and i'm here for it and i can't see undertaker losing this one yeah man i don't i don't think the undertaker has to lose that mania again um we've already had like that moment of of a loss with with brock lesnar i don't think it does aj any any good to lose here i think we might see i don't know a cane or somebody kind of indicated that he might be bringing somebody along with um, absolutely invited the only club that matters to the cup AJ. So uh, I'm interested. Uh, I'm going to go with Taker, but uh, I don't I don't know what a boneyard match is, yo. Um, well, I have seen pictures of the boneyard itself, um, and so. I think this was one of the ones that was filmed outside of the facility, unless they just transformed it into... So this was one of the ones filmed outside. Um, And I'm interested. I think that it could be good. I think they probably, because there is no audience and because it was filmed outside of the... I think they probably filmed it more cinematic. Um, I don't think it's going to be shot like an actual wrestling match like in the ring yada yada i think it's i think it's going to be more cinematic and more movie like 
But uh, I'd say The Undertaker. I'd say the feud that's been building up and everything, I think it's just going to – and you don't lose anything with AJ losing to The Undertaker because everybody loses to The Undertaker. Well, almost everybody loses to The Undertaker. So it's not like, a, oh, no, you, you're destroyed forever kind of thing. So I think The Undertaker wins in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think The Undertaker will win this match. Um, I'm actually excited for this match. This is the second uh, match that I'm really, really excited for to see what's going to go on with that, and I'm excited to see how they're going to set this up. Like, I wonder if it will be like how they did the uh, Hardy compound match with uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt that time. So I'm really excited to see how this is all going to play out, but definitely Taker's going to win this one. Um, Ryan, I don't know how you think uh, the governor of Middle Tennessee or whatever the hell came is, um, is going to be here. Obviously, the two people that are going to be there for The Undertaker are um, his original manager, Brother Love, and uh, Nathan Jones. Um, obviously, those are the two logical choices uh, in this matter. Um, but, uh, no, I, I I am so intrigued by what a boneyard um, – match is uh i have not even seen any pictures so i'm going to be totally surprised on this one um the i i have been so anti uh like biker taker since like the day uh like biker taker was the thing pretty much um but like the the promo he gave on monday was easily the best undertaker promo in years and I've loved the, um, you know, the blurring the lines between, like, work and shoot and working in um, wrestling terms and stuff like that. Like, it, it's just, it has, this feud has, has been so compelling. And, uh, you know, I think with, with it being pre-taped, too, is, and, and I think you could potentially see various Undertaker personas used in this match. All of that said, um, I got AJ Styles winning this one only because you look over the history of time with The Undertaker, like casket matches, he's lost them. Uh, Buried alive matches, I'm pretty sure he's lost more than he's won. So, you know, this one, even though like AJ brought it to the forefront, um, I just feel like this this could be one of those times The Undertaker loses, quote unquote, his match. Um, and, and real, you know, and not that you really need to stamp AJ Styles legacy more than it's already been stamped in the short time he's been with the WWE, but being, you know, one of only two people to beat the undertaker at WrestleMania or three people, um, to beat the undertaker at WrestleMania would be, uh, would really cement him. All right, next match, WWE SmackDown Women's title. We've got a five-way elimination. Bailey as the champ defending against Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and hey, look at Tamina still being a thing. Good for her, 2020 Tamina. <laughs> you, you go. Um, so realistically, I would be fine with anyone but Tamina winning this, but I think um, if you've been following along, on Twitter, Sasha Banks has been very nostalgic lately, um, doing a lot of, like, reaching out to icons that she looked up to, a lot of stuff with Trish Stratus, with the Bellas. And I think for that reason, 
it's leading up to Sasha Banks getting her WrestleMania moment, and I think she is going to hoist the title. I know I'm biased. My daughter was wearing the Sasha Banks onesie today, but I put that on for that reason. That's my pick. Did we lose Ryan? Ryan, you still there? Oh, God, Ryan's dead. Oh, my God. Ryan, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) The shock of Tamina still being around was too much for him. He could not (laughs) do it. Ryan! Ryan! Nope. I was on on, uh, mute that whole time. My apologies. (laughs) All right. Well, at least you're still with us. I just, I just gave up speak cute. My bad. Uh, so what I said was I originally went with Naomi, and then I switched it to Sasha, switched it back to Lacey Evans. I'm just going to stick with Naomi, and I'm going to move on. Sorry for the awkward pause. <laughs> you scared me there. I was getting ready to send out alert or something. I was, I was getting Ooh, worried. The Tiger King got um. me. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I would love Naomi to win. Man, that would that would be amazing. I I would love an, a crazy swerve and just have them put it on Tamina for uh but yeah, I I say Naomi deserves this. I I think she's going to go hard. I mean, obviously you're going to see the whole Sasha Bailey like thing play out and whatnot, but I want to go to to have it back. I don't know. I'm I'm between Sasha Banks and Naomi. I don't I don't know who's going to win this for sure. I'm just between the two of them. They both, you know. I feel I don't know. I'm just like I'm. This is a match where I'm kind of stuck. I just think it's either Sasha or Naomi. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, on our official prediction sheet. I'm pretty sure I put down Bailey because like I started doing that thing when I'm like going down the card of like, okay, maybe like, you know, cause I had like certain title changes and I'm like, okay, well they're not going to change every title. So like you start to do that mental math and you're like, well, this one's probably one they're going to keep. Um, so I, I think I have Bailey, um, I'm with Matt. I would I'd be happy with anybody but Tamina um, out of this group. But, like, if I had to pick somebody not Bailey uh, that I would prefer to win, it would probably be Lacey Evans just because, like, I, I think, you know, she, she's been been really great, the transition from heel to face. And also, like, obviously with, with everything that's going on, like having a, like, all-American, like, baby face, um, type character as like a title holder and like kind of carrying the flag for the WWE um, is some is something that like definitely has like a quote unquote typical WWE feel to it. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I I, I see that logic there. I appreciate that. Um, and you guys are all just, everybody just undercuts Tamina, man. She's been killing it lately. <laughs> I was just gonna say hashtag Ryan. anyone but Tamina, um, like her Ryan, old man. 
I assume that you had just muted yourself just so you could let loose a string of profanities about Tamina being in the match in general. And then we're like, oh, yeah, oops, just hit my mute button, guys. My bad. <laughs> All right, so um, never saw a Boneyard match before, and now we're getting a Firefly Funhouse match. Um, you know, we've seen inklings of it, but John Cena making his triumphant return. Um, I know we've all missed big match John. Showing up on WrestleMania, we've got The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I think we have all discussed ad nauseum just the major botch of John Cena burying the entire Wyatt family a few years ago at WrestleMania. There's time to right the ship. Please do it. Please let The Fiend win this one. Please. I really love what they did on down last night. Um, seeing ending with, with Cena in the ring, pretty much saying, look, I wasn't going to come in WrestleMania, but The Fiend made me. The Fiend called me out, and I'm going to, like, respond to The Fiend. And then you saw, like, the Firefly Funhouse characters around the empty arena of, of the Performance Center. Um, and, 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 oh, my God, he's coming. And then The Fiend, great. I loved it. I love what they did with that. And this is the shit that they can do because they're editing, and, and it looks really good. And not to knock like what AEW did with Matt Hardy, but the edits here, flawless. Um, you know, you didn't see little bounces back and forth. Uh, and then to have just Bray Wyatt in the ring, not the Fiend, but Bray Wyatt in the thing, startling, in the ring, startling John Cena. I fucking loved it. This sold me the most on anything about this WrestleMania. Am I on mute? No, I'm not on mute. Good. Uh, anything about this WrestleMania. So it is absolutely going to be the theme Bray Wyatt. They will write all of the wrongs here. And uh, this will be the, uh, the moment of WrestleMania. Maybe not the best match, but this will be the moment people talk about. Mm, I don't know about that. I feel like they have so much potential in this match that the fact that there's so much potential I there's not a very strong record with WWE to actually fulfill their full potential on some matches, so I am a little wary on this one. But I I do want to hold out hope that they can do this seamlessly and flawlessly, especially the fact that they have John and Bray in there. They have both two amazing professionals, and I think they can, and, you know, cinematically they could pull this off really well, but I, I'm... I I'm still a little I'm still a little gun shy when it comes to being like yeah they're gonna pull it off it's gonna be great so I'm gonna go with Bray obviously because John Cena doesn't need to win he doesn't like he's not he's not in the company like in the company so like he doesn't like John can lose it's fine so yeah Bray I think Bray Wyatt's going to win I'm with you on that one Ryan I just don't know if it's going to be as epic and righting all the wrongs as uh, you hope it will be. But, you know, I, I hope that you get, I hope you get all of your dreams to come true. And I hope that, that they, that you, what? I said, it, it'll, it'll be good shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It'll be good it'll shit. Great shit. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with all of you that Bray Wyatt is definitely going to pick up the win here. I mean, what John obviously is not a full-time wrestler anymore. He barely comes, and like it wouldn't make any sense for him to win this match and 
Bray would get his revenge from a couple of WrestleManias ago, and he'll, you know, obviously they want to boost him up here and not John. So, but it'll be hopefully an interesting match to see. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen here. Um, yeah, no, the the ending to SmackDown last night, and and it, yeah, I talked about like the uh, Elias and Corbin thing, you know, using you know, kind of camera tricks, whatever. They they did it last night, and it was it was spectacular. Cena's promo was fantastic. Um, you know, it, it, the, the, the close of SmackDown was, you know, all things considered, like one of, to me, one of the best uh, ends to a go-home show for WrestleMania that they've done in a long time. Um, and... Also, kudos to the puppets for practicing social distancing. Um, I, I thought that was I thought that was really, really well done by them in these in these uh, uncertain times uh, for them to take governmental warnings seriously and and stay spread out around the uh, the empty building. There, I, I give them the utmost credit um, to the uh, to the Funhouse characters. That said. Uh, it's got to be the fiend. It has to be the fiend. Um, this is not John Cena's opportunity to win number seventeen, which I still think is going to happen. I'm holding on to that. Um, at some point, he's going to win number seventeen. This is not a title match. Uh, this has to be the fiend. Yeah, good call. I mean, if if we hadn't seen Goldberg squash the fiend earlier this year. Um, we, we were probably talking about how big match John was going to get number 17 and we'd all be so upset leading into this. So at least there's that glimmer of uh, silver lining to what happened earlier in the year. Um, next match, been building for quite some time here. We have Becky Lynch as the Raw Women's Champion defending against Shayna Baszler. I think we had all discussed a while ago that when the time comes for Becky to drop it, it was going to be someone like Shayna that she did that to, and I, I'm going to stand true to that. Uh, I think we get a title change here tonight. Becky has always been good in the chase, kind of like the Seth Rollins character, so I can see this being a long, drawn-out feud that we're probably talking about next year at Mania 2, um, but I, I think for now Shayna is going to get a run with the belt. Yeah, is this is this still the belt Becky won last WrestleMania? But she didn't drop the Raw Championship at all, did she? Not to my recollection. Yeah, no, this is this is a a year ish. I, I don't remember exactly the date of Mania last right. year, but yeah, shorter, just a little here, dude. That's awesome. Uh, and that means it's time to make a change, and the change today will be Shayna Baszler. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to push Shayna. I think Becky's reign has gone on for for a perfect amount of time. I think she's she's at that point where she's hit that that plateau where there's there's no nothing else for her to go after. There's nothing for her to chase. There's nothing for her to do. So she's kind of just leveled out. And I think that it needs to move on to Shayna so that Becky can move on to another chapter of her career. So. Shayna, Shayna for the win. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Shayna's definitely going to pick up the win here. Uh, Becky, like you guys uh, had said, she's had this 
title for what almost a year now, and um, it's time for like a change. And I'm sure this is probably going to lead to one day maybe the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen because I feel like that's what's going to end up happening here. Yeah, um, you know, I know a lot of people, like, there's people who have mixed feelings about, like, Becky's long run or whatever, but, like, it, 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 in a time when, you know, titles change like crazy, um, seeing somebody with a, a year-long reign um, is uh, is pretty, pretty unheard of, um, and it's done, I think, really good for uh, the, the Raw Women's title. And that said, like, it sets up a great opportunity where, you know, over the course of a year, she's ran through the locker room. She's ran through even people that are now on SmackDown. So you have um, th- this kind of unique opportunity to bring somebody in uh, from NXT and immediately legitimize them um, to an audience that may not be totally familiar with her. Uh, so, you know, it's, to me, it's Shayna. It's Shayna's time, um, and it, it's, it's really um, – you know, and and you can continue to tell kind of the back and forth story, even after uh, after tonight or, or tomorrow. All right, very good. Um, so, next match, um, I mean, it it should have all the makings for a, you know, a. a all right, I'm not even gonna say it. it shouldn't be a great match. It's Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. Um, we're getting this as the late fill-in with Roman having to pull himself, uh, unfortunately. So that kind of changes where I think they're going. I did assume that Roman was going to get that moment taking down Goldberg. I'm not so sure with Braun that, that they're ready to make that jump with him. So I think at this point that Universal Championship going to unfortunately stay around the waist of Goldberg. Um his son will come out. They'll both dab in the ring again in celebration, and we will all drink to forget <laughs> about this one. Good God, that is that is literally the perfect nightmare in my in my mind. Um, so politely, I will say, fuck Goldberg, fuck his bare-chested son. Braun Strowman better give those hands to Goldberg tonight. Um, even though Braun Strowman apparently like hates poor people or some shit. Braun Strowman uh, to Goldberg. Fuck Goldberg. He does. He does. He hates poor. He hates poor wrestlers. Uh, he doesn't think that we should um, sell our merchandise or or pictures or anything like that to get by and and live. So that's that's what he doesn't like. He's he's mad about that. But I I think Strowman's gonna win. I don't know. I. Goldberg, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I've had so many mixed feelings about all of this. No, not even mixed. I just have not liked it. I, I was just trying to be diplomatic. I just haven't liked it. Uh, but but I, I think Braun Strowman wins. I hope Braun Strowman wins. I pray to whatever guy will sacrifice an animal if I have to that Braun Strowman wins. That's, that's, where, I'm, that's where I'm at on that one. Yeah, I'm not a big gold fan. Uh, I can't even talk. A big Goldberg fan either. I'm hoping Braun Strowman picks up the win here. I don't. I'm just not understanding why they keep bringing back Goldberg for some reason from time and time again. I'm I'm just not feeling it anymore. So I, I hope Braun Strowman picks up the win here. 
like sidebar like while we're recording this like i just threw on uh like wrestlemania 17 i forgot how much of a glorious car crash the uh the tag team triple threat was like that that match is it's just there's so many things that happen in that match like run-ins and just bodies flying everywhere um so like if you need like a good old like mania match with a crowd to do not uh tune into go back and revisit that one that one's a lot of fun um that said, oh my God, just I yeah, I don't know what Braun's deal is with like poor people or whatever. Like I, I you know, I, it, it seemed a little weird. Seemed like like an odd flex to make. Um, you know, it, not everybody can be like you know six foot fourteen, weigh like four hundred and thirty seven pounds of muscle, and um, and just like be thrown into like the perfect situation in the WWE. Um, so maybe just like chill on that, Braun. But uh, that said, uh, Braun Strowman, please, Braun Strowman, please, Braun Strowman, get that title off of Goldberg. I don't, I don't, I just can't. I can't even. You know what? Even if maybe like this, like big, big match, John. Like you know, maybe tonight's the Firefly Funhouse, and uh, John loses, and then he redeems himself by like running uh, Strowman over with a car and uh, inserting himself into the match, and he still ends up with number seventeen. Just as long as Goldberg walks out of this weekend without a title. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine with it. Hell, even let Tamina take it. Tamina, go, go get Goldberg's Sure, title. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, so if, if Gronk inserted himself into this as the host and just took the strap, we'd all be okay with that? As opposed if to that Goldberg happens, leaving man, with I'm the belt? Go, I'm going to go on and I'm going to buy, like, the Gronk, like, shaker bottle, even though, like, obviously, <laughs> look at me, I don't even know what a shaker bottle does, uh, <laughs> besides making, like, a little rattly noise inside of a drink. Um, I'll buy that. I'll it's buy one of those god, one of those god awful shirts. Uh, whatever it takes. If Gronk has to be my universal champion, Gronk can be my universal champion. <laughs> <laughs> the pure disdain that Three Count Thursday has for Goldberg is <laughs> just—I think that's the one thing that we've all united. Even like Tim, who's always the most like even more rose-colored glasses than Jim is like, fuck you, Goldberg. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's a nice enough guy, maybe, but no, sorry. In the ring, I couldn't care less for you. I care less for Goldberg than Ryan cares for JBL's choice of hats. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Goldberg's flight will be delayed. Well, you can only maybe. hope. <laughs> Lost his car keys on the way to the arena. Um, So, final match we're going to discuss here, WWE Championship, the build since the Rumble, uh, Drew McIntyre, the unlikely hero against Brock Lesnar, the champion. Um, It's tough for me to even say where we're going to go with this because I have no clue what we're going to see wrestling-wise after so if we if all things were back to normal it wouldn't make sense for brock to retain but with things being the way they are it's tough for me to envision vince taking the belt off of such a recognizable name kind of why i had him keeping the belt on goldberg just so he can continue to draw interest with the big names all that being said i'm gonna just stick with the underdog route and hope that drew mcintyre walks away with the belt Man, you make a really good argument there, man. Um, not not knowing what tomorrow or the future is going to hold, I believe they have 
the Raw after Mania and the SmackDown after Mania, but if you, like, crown new championships, do you want them to get it and then not be able to start showcasing that the next – yeah, man, I, that's a great call. Um, it's not going to change my opinion, but you, you make a really uh, fascinating argument there. I'm going to stick with uh, with Drew McIntyre. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I just kind of fatigued on Brock Lesnar. I think the Brock that we've seen recently has been the, one of the best Brocks probably since he started breaking in really, really early, like ruthless aggression Brock Lesnar. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I mean, this is this has been the best Brock since he started. You're you're right on this one. I I have thoroughly enjoyed this this uh, I don't know second coming of Brock Lesnar, I guess, or whatever. How many times he's been back? But uh, I I want to go with Drew. I want Drew so bad on so many levels. But like he, I definitely want Drew to to win this one. He just he deserves it. He so deserves it. I mean, uh, yeah, Brock is deserving too, I guess. Whatever. But like he's had it already. Like time to time to let somebody else play with it. Like just let him have it. Just go. I don't know. I think it's going to be a good match though because it's actually somebody who can, you know, go up against Brock in an actual and go toe to toe with him. So I think it's going to be a, a really good test of strength kind of thing. Yeah, I'm agreeing with all of you. I believe Drew McIntyre will win this, the underdog. I'm I'm not a fan of Lesnar whatsoever. Um, so I really don't want to see him anymore, to be honest, uh, at all. I don't want to see this anymore, so I really hope they do give it to Drew. I mean, he's he deserved it after everything that he's been going through and uh, up until, like, the Royal Rumble. That was really awesome from here on out, so I really hope he does win. Um, You know, like, the, the, the way that the Royal Rumble was pulled off and, and the other week when they re-aired it on Raw, like, I watched it again, and I, I loved this year's the, the whole show, but this year's men's Royal Rumble is is easily one of my fa- like one of my favorites, maybe my all time favorite. Like Brock has come to work ever since he 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 was like the surprise Money in the Bank winner. Like this this portion of Brock's career to me is is at least my favorite, maybe the best ever. Um, and you know the the way the way that the Royal Rumble was booked. Uh, Drew eliminating Brock. Brock selling it, you know, s- staring down Drew even while he's walking out. Like, to me, there was no doubt, like, sitting there that night. We watched it at, uh, at uh, t- you know, with Tim and, uh, and, and, and his buddy and, and all of this. And, like, we were together watching it. And I'm like, Drew is without a doubt winning the, uh, the title at WrestleMania. I still firmly believe that I'm not as like 100% sold on it because yeah, I don't, I don't know what this week's wrestling looks like. I don't know what wrestling beyond this week looks like. Cause you know, the, the word is that like pretty much the state of Florida is like shut down now. So can you still do shows from the performance center? If not, are you going to be able to do shows at all? Like, are they going to set up like a ring in, like Vince McMahon's garage or something and record shows from there. I, I don't, I don't know what WWE programming looks like from here on out. Um, so 
to me that that kind of leads this little bit of question of whether or not they're just going to keep it on Brock until you know we can maybe start getting back to normal in June or July. I, it, it's it, it's such a big question mark. Um, my prediction is and, and remains Drew McIntyre, but with with that kind of cloud of uncertainty. Like I could see, I could see there being a change and having it stay on Brock just because that you know, you don't have this question of you know well how do we how do we build Drew as a champion when we can't do shows or anything like that? Yeah, it's it's really tough to say, and that's what makes predicting this because for the most part, and we all are terrible at predictions. I think. We, we know that based on the scorecards that we get, but we can all at least kind of have an understanding of where they're going with it when the result happens. With this, it's, it's tough to say. So all that being said, that is the card, but before we log off here, we'll just go around one more time, um, give what you think will be match of the night and your sleeper pick for match of the night. So uh, for me, I think match of the night is going to be the NXT Women's Championship, but my sleeper pick is going to be that five-way elimination. I think they have a lot of women in that match that can go, Tamina excluded, um, and I think that builds up for a lot of possibilities with that one, so I could see us like watching that and coming out of it being like, holy shit, that was amazing. And someone's got to take those bumps in that match, so uh, that's why you got uh, Tamina in there. Oh, crash pad Tamina. Um, I think, think the, the right... Ah, sucker. Um, I think the match I'm looking forward to most is Owens-Rollins. I think that could probably be the best wrestling match. I think the moment of the night is going to be the Firefly Funhouse uh, the, the, the Fun match because um, they can just do so much cool shit with that um, that we would never be able to see if it was live. So I'm super excited to see um, what that's going to be, uh, sleeper pick, if I had to pick a sleeper match, um, fuck it, Otis, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, um, I just, I just need some more of that big boy in my life, um, but I'm stoked that, you know, Mark Henry thinks 200 million people are going to watch tonight, so we'll see. I am, I'm excited, I mean, I don't care, like, the fact that what we're going through right now, it's, it's devastating, and it's really affected all of us hardcore, and it's taken away so many people's jobs and livelihoods and entertainment, but I'm still excited for Mania Day. Like, it's Mania Weekend. Like, I get it Saturday and Sunday, um, and if it wasn't going on today, you know, NXT TakeOver would be going on today. So it's one of those things of that this whole weekend is always my favorite time of the year, and I think my match of the of the night is definitely going to be Rhea and Charlotte for the NXT Women's Championship. I, I'm so stoked for that match. And I think my sleeper is going to be the Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza because you have such great potential with them pulling off some very exciting maneuvers. What a maneuver. And uh, I... I <laughs> Tim's not here. <laughs> I miss Tim. Um, I I uh, I do. I think that's going to be the sleepers, the Street Profits, and versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Boom. Map. Mic drop. 
my match of the night is definitely going to be Edge and Randy Orton. That's been building up for some time now, so I'm really excited for that one. Um, sleeper match, I'm going to have to go with uh, a fatal five-way with the women's uh, championship match for SmackDown, so I think that will be the sleeper. Um, I think this card has, because um, I think it's, what, 16 matches. I, I think there's, like, at least 14 really, really good, really intriguing ones. Like, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley can just go eat it. Um, but, like, for, like I, I, it's tough because, like, there, there's, there's, there's so many good ones. Um, but I think looking at the card, just looking at as it's presented, the match of the night to me or the weekend is probably going to be Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Um, I think, you know, those two guys, um, if they are given the opportunity, could show what, you know, the Intercontinental title is, like, historically known for. Um, my my sleeper is Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Because, like, I, I really feel like throughout this whole build and the way that Brock has sold for Drew, even when you go back to, um, I think it was the last Raw where there was a crowd when, like, Drew sneak attacked Brock and they're on the stage, like, Brock made sure to, like, yell out to him, you know, pick up the belt. Like, Brock wants to make Drew into the star that Drew probably should have always been. Um, and that that has the opportunity, I think, for this to be a, a, a real classic great match if, indeed, the title does switch. Um, but, you know, I also think that the, the two off-site matches could be really intriguing, the way that they're filmed, the way that they're pulled off. Um, and for the record, the Iron Sheik still hasn't made it to the ring um, for the gimmick Battle Royal. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the year for that. Also, like, sidebar, um, I, I know in the past, like, some of the WrestleMania, like, theme songs, we've, like, kind of had jokes about them and, like, you know, how they, like, the earworm into you. When, when this one, like, when they first unveiled it, I was, like, I think I had even seen that it was going to be it before, like, WWE officially announced it. I was, like, it feels like a really weird WrestleMania theme song. But the more that I've listened to it, the more I absolutely love it, especially for yes. this, especially for this WrestleMania, because obviously it like it's a it's a low key WrestleMania, um, all things considered. So like it, it just having a different vibe to the song, I think has absolutely fit um, the the situation that this shows in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so... Right, that, 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 sorry, go ahead, Ryan. If it ain't slow, Ryder, I don't want it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so uh, that's the predictions, everything. If, if anyone has anything else to add, feel free. Otherwise, guys, for 90 minutes, it has been an absolute joy just talking wrestling and forgetting about everything else going on. Um, so that's as corny as this is. Uh, highlight of of the day so far um highlight of the wrestlemania is just getting to chat with everyone about something that we all love yeah I, this this is this is where i'll leave it you know obviously you know it's 
it's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks. Um, I think we're still looking at you know some uncertain and, and rough couple of weeks at least ahead. And um, you know the I, I've I've missed doing our shows. Uh, I've missed talking to you guys. I've missed seeing you guys. Like I think I think this week Ryan was three weeks since you were in studio um, with me last and. It's just, it's really weird because, like, if if nothing else, even if in, like, a, in a seven-day period, um, you know, besides, like, my wife and I going out to eat or anything like that, <clears throat> like, even in a seven-day period, even if I don't see anybody outside of my job uh, or anything like that, like, at least Ryan, sometimes Tim, occasionally intern Mark, uh, once a year, Matt makes it to the, to the studio, uh, <laughs> and we do our show once a week. And to not have that for three weeks and, uh, and you know, indefinitely more um, is, has, been, has been tough. So, you know, to, like last night I was feeling a little better. Um, I told Matt, like, hey, let me know what time you're doing it. Um, Maybe I'll jump on. Uh, I'm really glad I did. I'm really glad I did just to just to talk about wrestling. It's weird. I don't know, like, because people have even asked me. They're like, "What do you guys talk about right now?" I'm like, "Well, we haven't talked about anything uh, because we haven't done a show." And, and you know, so for me, it is it is great to hear your guys' voices. Um, and it it uh, you know, I, I sincerely hope, and I put this out every time I've I've, I've talked to people or I've made a post about a show update, I sincerely hope everybody is doing well. Like, look, I know um, staying inside as much as possible, I mean, for, for people that can, um, you know, it, it stinks. It does. It, it, it just, it's not, it's not normal. Like for, you know, it's, it's just, it's hard. So, but I sincerely hope that everybody is taking this seriously and, you know, we, we, we can do this hopefully for a shorter term and we can get back to something that resembles normal, um, you know, in six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks. I don't, I don't know the time frame, but the, the more that we, quote, unquote, inconvenience ourselves now, um, the better it's going to be in, in the long run. And hopefully the quicker we can get back to something that resembles normal because, um, I do. I, I, I miss I miss normality, but you know, for for this, you know, hour and twenty five minutes, uh, it's felt a little bit normal, even though like I'm doing the show, laying in bed watching old WrestleMania as opposed to sitting in our studio. But at least, at least, I get to talk about wrestling with people I care about. Amen. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's it's been so weird. You know, in New Orleans, they've they shut everything down completely. I mean, they, we've literally just have gas stations and grocery stores and liquor stores open because in New Orleans, those are considered essential. Um, so the liquor stores are open, just so you guys know. Um, but it it's been so nice to sit here and just chat about wrestling. It's it's such a great and again that's what wrestling is wrestling is an escape it is it's a joy it is something to entertain you and take your mind off of those things and that's what i live 
to do for people and live to to have happen and and be a part of. So it's it's so nice to see that that's that it's doing that still. And even though we can't see it live and we can't be there or people can't be in the arena, I think everyone's adapting well. I think people were super against the whole idea of them having WrestleMania and being like, no, you should just postpone it and all that kind of stuff. But to have that sense of normalcy, like you said, of being like, no, WrestleMania is in April. WrestleMania is at this time. To postpone it would be to take away some joy and entertainment from people when they need it the most. So I think having it now and being able to chat about it is what we all need at this moment. So I'm, I'm really excited that I got to do this. And, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm still in bed uh, drinking coffee and uh, talking about this. So I'm, I'm excited about all of this. So happy, happy Mania Day. Yeah, Mania Day. I love it. I, uh, I think the, the most thing I'm taking out of all of this is I'm, not, I'm never going to bitch about a show day again. Uh, this, <laughs> like, this, this coming Friday, this coming Friday would have been like my third show that I've missed now. And again, I just do commentary for a couple shows um, in, around the Pennsylvania area. But, uh, you know, to have, have three shows now and potentially who knows in the future how many shows you know, we're not going to be able to make, um, you know, really, really makes me, yeah, I miss in, indie wrestling so much. I miss just going out, hanging out with the boys and, um, and and putting on something really special on a small scale on the independent level. So that's the big thing I miss. It was so nice to be able to just talk about things that are not, you know, coronavirus related right now and just get my mind off this for a little bit. So I appreciate everybody that, uh, that joined us and anybody that's listening. I really do appreciate that. And I hope, you guys can like take your mind off of the shit that's going on for the hour, hour and a half that we were with you. And uh, we brought you a little bit of joy in your day. That's really what I hope for. Yeah. I want to say thank you guys for having me on. And, you know, this is, this just has been crazy in the world right now, but what we need to think about, it will, it will pass. And, you know, just to think positive thoughts, I know everything just kind of sucks right now, but it'll, it'll pass and it'll, everything will go back to normal in in, in time. Uh, But but it's good to have like stuff like this to get our minds off what's going on in the world right now. It's something that we've all loved and we're coming together for, and it's still going on at least for right now. And you know, it's it's been it's good to be on right now with you guys and get into talk and just like not think about that. And I just hope that uh, I forgot to add, but I just hope everybody you know stays safe and this this will all pass soon. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, thank you, uh, all of you guys, um, for taking the time out today. Uh, I know it's been a lot of fun, but I know we all have stuff going on. So um appreciate all of you guys making the time, uh, talking wrestling. I'm sure we'll, we'll chat some more over the next two days with everything going on. But um, thank you for joining. Thanks, everyone who listens. Stay safe and have as much fun as you can this weekend.